All right. Hello and welcome just to family. This is giving you something to talk about or just a fam, just alive as I like to call it. It's one of those days. Um, today we're going to be talking about educating our children. Our sponsor today is Phoenix Identity. Uh, if you want to teach your children the things that they need to know, um, they share what is called the smarter method it is all about um, how to teach our kids what they need to be to be happy, healthy, fully functioning adults. That's <laughs> what that is. Go and check them out. Book a clarity session with them today. Um, other than that, I'm going to hand it over to our guest speakers today to introduce themselves. Christina and Perp, would you like to do that? Hello and welcome. Thank you, everybody. Oh, sorry, I almost went into something else. Um, I am Christina Hay Averett, and this is my husband, Herb, and we are co-founders of Vibrant Family Education, and we love helping families, and our passion is to look at this education and see what is best for families. So now you and I, uh, or both of you and I, uh, sorry, we're, we're talking about education and the different variations of education. There's homeschooling, there's, you know, public schooling, there's private, excuse me, private school, but then there's also educate at home, which is what you guys do. Now, mm -hmm. what is educated at, educate at home? What's, what's the difference between that and, and homeschooling? Because I had that question when we first talked. So I figured it's probably a good idea to share that. <laughs> Absolutely. We love education at home because we're trying to make sure we're encompassing the whole child. So yes, we make sure we get the academics. Yes, we make sure we help them be healthy, happy, successful kids. But more than that, we want to make sure that children are getting what they need to be successful in life. So it's a full education all the way around the child. And he is a lot better at explaining that part. Yeah. So, <laughs> and also homeschool is you know, we're trying to actually get away from the school aspect of it. That's why we call it education at home. Mm -hmm. um, because if you're doing school at home, if you're trying to replicate the school model and, and bringing that to your house, well, in our in our opinion, you're kind of doing it wrong and you're just really missing the boat. And so educating your children at home is about getting your children to learn loving to learn. Wow. I get that wrong. You, you start, you start, <laughs> you get your children learning how to learn and then loving learning. And then that just promotes them throughout their whole life. But if you're doing homeschooling, it's like, okay, well, we have to get through this, through this period of time. And it happens till you're 18 and then you're all done with that. Mm -hmm. But education, because we're also entrepreneurs, Mm -hmm. You you know that education never stops. You go in from from school to personal mm -hmm. development to business development, yeah. and all of this keeps growing. And if you're sending your kids off to school where they're just being taught facts, mm -hmm. they're not they're not learning how to learn. They're not understanding that this just keeps going on. So we want to bring that back to a, to a younger age to get the children to learn how. I keep saying that wrong to love how to learn and and wrap that around the whole family environment and get the whole family in that mode and then that is going to help bring the core family back and so it's not just about education it's about a whole family dynamic structure i love that so <clears throat> for somebody like me my children um age age 9 to 21 so they've all kind of gone through uh, the public school system, right? We were in a Catholic school at one point. And um, so they've kind of run the gambit of that. Yeah. I've gotten disillusioned with school over the past, I want to say 10 years. Mm -hmm. I have really become like, 
it's interesting <laughs> my thoughts on schooling and while i don't want to bash it or or you know make anybody feel negative about sending their kids to school mine are still in school full time right um but i have been kind of leaning more towards and and here it was homeschooling at first but i didn't like the rigidity of that right i am an entrepreneur i have seven businesses and four kids and a bunch of animals and everything and i like my free time so mm -hmm. For me, it was uh, the, the question of how is this going to look for me, right? And so with my disillusion of school is, uh, so I'm an identity coach, right? Um, and my biggest thing is, who are you? Who are you as an individual? What do you like? What are you good at? What do you want to learn about? What are your skill sets? What, you know, and just really building that individuality where the schooling system is very much conformity. It is teaching children how to be conformist. I was going to do an art series at one point. I'm not an artist. <laughs> Maybe now that I'm doing digital art, but um, at that point, I wanted to do an art series. And one of the main things about that was coloring inside the lines. Why? Um, if you look at Picasso and you look at some of the greatest artists of, of all time, it was abstract art. It was, you know, it wasn't perfect. Uh, we have an art piece downstairs that is... Uh, my mother-in-law's pride and joy, and it is stunning, and it is a gentleman, but what it is, is the guy wouldn't sell it to my mother-in-law because it was him cleaning off his brushes. It was an entire art piece, and the artist was just cleaning his brushes, and it is one of the most stunning pieces I've ever seen, and with that teaching conformity in the school system, we're teaching them all, they have to be a certain way, they all have to get the same grades, they all have to do the same thing on every test, they all have to look the same and dress the same and act the same and, you know, uh, eat at the same time and, and, you know, everything is conformity. And then you wonder why our teens and our young adults are going out and trying to mimic the influencers are trying to mimic models and trying to mimic all of these people who it's not the right it's not right for them they haven't been able to find out who they are exactly yeah you've said so, so much there that i you know way back you, you started <laughs> with the the individuality of your clients mm -hmm. so that's what we're taking but to the children even mm -hmm. as young as kindergarten and first grade they already have their personalities they already have their identities so make education about finding out who they are and about what they love. And then you tailor their your education around that. And that's how you bring in that love of learning. I said it right. You said it right. <laughs> that's how you bring in that love of learning is, is so the the ed, the schooling at home, the 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 homeschool is you do have to go through the books, you have to do this. It's like taking school home. Mm -hmm. But the education at home is is a lot we there's a lot of coaching involved in it where you find out who your children are, when they learn best, what works best within your family and schedule around your schedule as well. Um, because you know, when you take your kids to school, there's like an hour and a half or two or three hours a day, depending on the drive and the weight and the lines and the frustration. Yeah right usually in the middle of the best part of an entrepreneur's day they have to be messing around with their kids at school so if that's if that's two to three hours a day well you redirect that time spent there into what you're doing and then you spend the two or three hours when Someplace it's more appropriate else. where you get to spend the time with your children instead of driving them to spend time away from you yeah so 
that that was just one of the things that was back a little bit and I, and I didn't yeah. want to completely lose it because that was a beautiful point and I wanted to bring it back to so to expand on that for any parents or, or caregivers watching financially too if you take out not just that time piece but the financial aspect of paying for school paying for supplies paying for your gas and all of the stuff that you have to buy at every you know stage of schooling you're taking that money and you can put that money towards the extracurriculars the you know uh the outings the experiences you can put them into things that maybe you weren't able to put them in prior to Exactly. And then the other thing that really jumped out at me is like you were saying, well, I'm kind of getting disillusioned with the education system. And that's where I came from. I was a 27 year public school teacher. And last year I said enough is enough because I as well have seen the changes over those 27 years. And I know that even though I tried my best every single day in the classroom to give every single child what they needed, I couldn't due to policies, due to classroom sizes, due to behavior, due to a whole bunch of things that were out of my control. And so whenever I had the opportunity to change from classroom in a building to an online model, the last two years I taught, I was able to see a way to bridge that gap. And that is exactly what we're trying to help parents understand that there's alternatives. There's different ways of doing education, education at home. So it fits your child, it meets your needs, and it makes this love of learning expand and grow for your children. Which I think is a huge benefit because when you start at a young age following your passions, oh my goodness, um, I created the smarter method. Just like you guys, I created the smarter method out of a need. And the question that I asked myself when I was about to do an episode, and it's called Smarter Kids, it's literally an episode we did. And I was looking at it and I'm like, what do kids need to know? And I've had four. <laughs> I've, I've, I've gone through this with girls and boys now. Um, and I was like, what do kids need to know to be happy, healthy human beings, right? What, what are we not teaching them? Um, and I know for myself, there were things that I didn't teach my oldest sons that I'm backtracking and trying to teach my daughters. And there's, you know, so it was like, what, what do they need to know? And so at that point, the smarter method was born and it is security in your identity, um, maturity in your mindset, accountability for your actions, responsibility for your reactions, um, <laughs> trust in yourself, embracing your experiences, and then the readiness to try something new. And when you put all of those things together, you create a human being who knows who they are, who have the confidence to do things, who take accountability and responsibility for themselves and actually do things that matter to them. And that's what we're not teaching our kids. Some are, some aren't, some, you know, variations, but that's what we're not teaching. I would love to add on to that because that's all awesome for the character building aspect of it. Mm -hmm. But, you, you know, there's also the we're like fifth dimensional beings having a, a or we're multidimensional beings. There we go. Having a physical presence here. But, mm -hmm. you know, so apparently, you know, the thought is that we live forever, but but we don't kind of. So this is our body's only chance. So part of what we want to teach children, too, is the is the human aspect. They are human. The breathing the grounding the the actually being present in life so it's not just the 
the stuff that you learn, the, the how to grow, but to be in your moments and to be alive and to understand that you are a human being and to be human as well as this growth mindset. Because That's there are so many, right? <laughs> right. Because, you know, as a coach, one of the things we're coaching people is, you know, the breathwork coaches out there are, are just like going through the roof. Why? Because people are forgetting to be human. They're, they're forget it's like, oh, we have to do all of this stuff, all of this, get better, all of this, become a better person. But at the same time, we also have to remember that we are this meat suit and to give it a little care and attention and listen to it and pay attention to it because, you know, this is its only journey through this, this time frame. And so, yeah. Right. Our core and see, I love that you said that because I'm a spiritual teacher as well. So it's like, I'm like great. Um, when it comes to, you know, who we are at our core, that's our identity, right? We have to figure out how do I process? How, what, what do I need to just be in this moment to be able to breathe, to be able to, it's, it is, it, I love the box breathing technique because it literally takes 15 seconds and you've released all of this tension, all of this energy, right? And it is absolutely and utterly life-changing, but you're right. We're here to experience. We might be multidimensional beings who are here to experience a life and we, we, we don't ever technically die, but the body does. And yeah. we have a limited, I, I've said this to my kid. I said this to my son today, my husband yesterday. We have a limited amount of time in this lifetime. And if we're wasting that time, on being angry, on, you know, focusing on things that don't matter to us on, you know, I tell my daughter, her and this other girl in school are, are at each other all the time. And I'm like, you're done school in two months. Is it going to matter then? Like, is she going to matter in your life in two months? Why are you stressing out about it? You know, walk away and, and ignore it. I know it's easier said than done, but trying to make sure that she's in control, right? You get to control your emotional, your physical, your uh, all of it. So yeah, I, I told her. So, Br bringing it back onto topic, hold on, bringing it back onto topic. <laughs> let's talk about socialization in school and how, you know, the, the education at home model, people are worried about how their kids are going to socialize. But then you're talking about how your daughter is, is having, having her life just kind of disassembled by having a conflict in school that's probably not being moderated by adults that doesn't have an adult mind sitting there thinking about it. So it's this teenage, teenage young girl who's probably creating some sort of trauma that she will then have to work out later in life. And this is the kind of socialization that, yeah. that I mean, people want their kids to have. Mm -hmm. It's that's like, happening at school every single day. Yeah. So I just didn't want to lose that. And, and I have <laughs> no, for sure. That's part of the dissolution, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like, but that's also part of that education at home. You get to share your values. You get to help them explore. You get to help this body be the best it can be by getting proper nutrition, by working on brain development, by looking at all of those things as a family that really impacts future life. 
Well, and like I mentioned already, and that's kind of where I was segueing it to get back onto topic. <laughs> I'm glad yeah. you did that. Um, is when you save all that money, not sending them to actual school, you can get like I know where I am. You can get memberships to the museums. You can get memberships to the zoo. You can get memberships to all of these different places. Dance, art. You can then put them into those those activities where they can meet like-minded individuals yes. who are you know, experiencing similar things, are interested in similar things. You're not grouping a whole bunch of different minded people into one room trying to get them to go, I'm the same, I'm the same, I'm the same. No, you're not. <laughs> you get along with everybody. Well, sometimes we don't get along with everybody. Yeah. I don't have to like everybody and not everybody's going to like me and I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. And, and, you know, if you have four kids, I'm sure your kids don't always like each other. No. But but if they are in a family education environment where they are their main play people, they are their main environment, then your family has to learn how to work together. Mm -hmm. And they did. You know, we had COVID for two years. And don't even get me started on that. Um, my I'm going to get started on that just very, very mildly. Okay. <laughs> Um, and what, where I'm going with this is my kids spent two and a half years. Cause I pulled them early. Mine, my oldest daughter has type one diabetes. My youngest daughter has, has a lowered immune system. And I pulled them early. I said, my kids are not going to be the guinea pigs. <laughs> you're not, you're not going to wait to decide. So I pulled them early. Um, and they were home for two and a half years. And in that two and a half years, not once, not once did they get sick. Not once, two and a half years, my children did not get sick. Um, and within two weeks of being back at school, they got sick. And like my daughter is going through swimming lessons at school right now. Every week she comes home and she gets sick and she's out of school for a week because you can't send them to school sick. And it's like, what's the point? So um, even just that is, you know, you can still build, build an immune system. You can still build a tolerance. I remember having chicken pox parties, like yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, yeah. aging myself, you know, but, um, at the same time, you can do that in other means. You can do that in other ways, take them to the park, take them to, again, the museum or movies or whatever. Um, and, and do those kinds of things with them. I can't imagine the amount of money I spend on gas every day and I go and sit at their schools half an hour for each of them waiting because I want a good parking spot. And then I have to wait another half an hour because they're off half an hour apart. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that alone, I mean, you can. It's such unproductive time too. Yeah. What, what yeah. are you while you're sitting there. Okay. I'm not going to lie. I blast my music. I sometimes take my tablet and do some graphic design. So that is kind of my, my, your, your me time. It is my me time. So that I'll make sure, even if they're home, get out of the house or I'm leaving you guys home, grandma, and I'm going for a drive, bugger off, whatever that looks like. Actually, that's something that if we're talking about this whole education at home thing is back to that family development then the parents also have to realize, yes, they do need me time. Yes, they need, need, do need to have activities, but think about the kind of purposeful things that you can be doing because you're choosing instead of having to wait in a car instead. So there's a whole bunch of things that wrap into this that just makes sense, at least to us. And it sounds like it kind of makes sense to you too, in some ways. It's, we're leaning towards that. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of thought, thought of two things real quick too, is, yeah. is that two and a half years? Um, 
How much better did your children's diet get during that time as opposed to what they were eating in school? And did they start helping cook any of the meals while they were home? Because again, right. that that's part of the family time that, that we talk about bringing together and, and coaching towards. Yeah. I think during that time, no. Um, I think it was still um, feed yourself. <laughs> I was at that. I don't need to make you lunches. Feed yourself. <laughs> um, so it really depends. Yeah, like it, there, there are so many opportunities, and I think that's what people don't realize. And even me myself is there are so much more opportunities that your children can have at home. Um, being able to have the resources to do the things that they want to do, uh, not have to worry about peer pressure or all of these people telling them what or when to do certain things. And I'm sorry, we did an episode last year, and it was a 19-year-old young man who had been homeschooled by his parents, and 19 years old, just bought his first house, was an entrepreneur, owned his own business, had his first house, and it was fantastic. And you give them more opportunity to find out who they are, right, so secure their identity, and figure out, hey, what do I want to do? I had a discussion with an, uh, a childhood educator um, last season as well. And I said, you know, if we just had school end at grade nine, or even like grade seven, eight, nine, somewhere in there, right, and had algebra as something you could take and after or, you know, when they're old enough to go to work and, and get a job, a part time job, or, you know, get their license, they should be getting life experience, they should yeah. be getting you know, instead of being 18, dropped out at like, you're done school and just be like, find a job, go work. No, no, nothing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's part of, you know, the whole family dynamics back to that again, is that they get to see your hard work and your interests. They get to ask questions and check out other things. They can go get life experience by working on the car, changing the tire, getting a job, all of those kinds of things. And they get to see you continuing your education, education with your personal development, with your yeah. business development. And they see that it doesn't end at 18. You don't get summers off. Why should they? So <laughs> with the education at home model, there isn't necessarily a, a summer time. off or yeah. a school time frame. You continually just keep spiraling up through with your education and you take your vacations when it's most appropriate for you. You want to take December off instead of July? Take December off. Take the take the whole Christmas season. Right. If if you have something that happens in October for your family, then take October off or two weeks in October. Mm -hmm. And and you can set your your timing for the whole year. It doesn't have to be summer breaks when when suddenly parents have to figure out what the heck to do with their kids for two months. Because education at home is also a little bit of a mind shift because you're able to teach to mastery. They're learning that math, that basic math that they need for the rest of their life. But you don't keep moving on until you know they know this step and then they can move to the next one and they're more successful reading the same way. You get those basic reading, writing, mastery and move forward instead of just, oh, it's second grade time. So you're going to learn this. Oh, it's third grade time. You're going to learn this. You have a little bit more flexibility. Now, granted, those are those the curriculum and guidelines around that that help parents, but you don't have to go to somebody else's schedule like we've been saying. Yeah. So speaking of curriculum, so if you want to educate at home versus homeschool, what are where would you find a curriculum or would you create your own? 
And that is the beauty of it as well, because you can create your own, you can um, join co-ops and things, you can do an online model, you can go to the big book fairs and find a homeschool curriculum to follow. There's lots of choices. And again, it really comes back to the family. What are your values? What do you really think is important? Um, you know, you're a coach we're coaches, there's ways to find those resources that really help the family get what they really, really need. Yeah. One of the biggest things that we actually offer is to help cut all of those corners, to actually give you, a, you know, you give us what you want. And then, you know, this is, then we help you figure out, this is what you need to do here. This is what you need to do here. So instead of having to step into that, oh my gosh, there is all of this. What do I do? I have no idea. Well, you you can come to somebody and, and they will help you design a program specifically for you and your family. So now, again, um, because for for somebody who's not um, familiar with your work and, and what education at home is. So what would then happen? Because if you go to get a nine to five job, most people want a high school diploma and most people want that education factor in there. Um, how would that work? It would, it, again, be similar to homeschooling. It would be because every homeschooler comes done is done with homeschool with a transcript. Same thing. So you would have that transcript. You would it education at home. You have to um, kind of register it as homeschool, but it doesn't have to be alone kind of thing. Right. Yeah. And you have those same things at the end that the students need to get the job or go to college or whatever. So it's not taking your kids out of that track. It's just a little bit more flexibility on how to get there. Yeah, we, we do have our own podcast as well. And we've had guests who have talked about this with us as well. So there's those resources. There, there are those there. resources out there. And one lady actually helps um, her, her, her children when they graduated high school. They already had college associates degrees. And the colleges have started looking for homeschooling kids and putting them higher up on the list because they're more go-getters. They don't have to be taught as much. They, they actually have a higher degree of education. Success rate graduating success rate college. Graduating college. And so this, these are what our, our guests are telling us as well. Mm -hmm. And it used to be when, when kids did get out of school at eighth grade, you know, and the high school was something that only some people, kids went to, and, and it, it used to be sixth grade. When they when they moved the dates out, they didn't increase the amount of stuff you learned. They just mm -hmm. spread it out over a longer time. So when kids were getting out of school at eighth grade, when they made everybody go to high school, they just you don't get you a better education than you did when you were getting in eighth grade. It just takes 12 years to do it now. If you so, want to go back and study the history, it's there. It's documented about what they did to make the nine through twelve. Yeah, if you go back and you like look yeah. at a graduation exam from like the nineteen sixties, and you grade. look at, at eighth grade, and you look at some of the college final exams right now, it's like our eighth graders in the sixties know more than a lot of mm -hmm. our college students do now. A little right? earlier than that, but yeah, and it's 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 absolutely crazy how how much they've watered down and. Mm -hmm and diluted our education system to try and make it so that everybody passes, that everybody is on that level playing field. So now I don't normally do this, but I think this is quite the important topic. Um, we have your links for people to go to. What would be the best way for people to research um, what, you know, the education at home model? I know that I'm going to ask you guys to send me the information um, because I'm getting sick of school. <laughs> 
I'm done. Um, but it's a conversation I'd love to have with my family about the possibility of, hey, you know, would you rather learn at home? Would you, you know, I, I, my oldest daughter, I would question her, her um, motivation on it. But again, uh, that would be something to to talk about. Maybe that's something she would be interested in doing and actually make the effort to do it. And, you know, when talking about your your kids, especially if they're into sports, one of the, the biggest reasons a lot of kids don't want to leave is to be able to play sports at school. And, you know, one of one of the big secrets is that homeschool kids actually most of the time you can go to your local school district with a homeschool kid and be enrolled in the public school league in in your home district so you the kids still can do school sports even if they are homeschooled and so just having that little in your back pocket if you are talking to your kids there there are school activities that that homeschooled kids still get to attend and how do parents educate or research education at home? Basically, you're going to look along the same lines as homeschool, but just look at all the different ways that you can do it. The online, the purchase curriculum, um, a hybrid curriculum where you're doing some online, some other. So you just have to kind of research those and find people who are out there willing to help you. And there are pods where a group of parents have gotten together and hired a teacher for a specific subject. And that teacher comes like a couple times a week mm -hmm. to, to teach a group of kids in a pod for, right. for homeschooling classes. But again, that, that takes a lot of coordination, a whole and lot of looking I'm around. I'm willing to answer questions. So, you know. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, is there anything else you guys would like to add before we get going? Mainly just have parents remember that they are the first teachers. And they have already started educating five years before they got to school in the first place. They know their kids most usually better than anybody else. And so making these choices, don't be scared. Do the research, figure it out, figure out what's best for your kids and take action. Because we know that if it's not working for your child in a public school setting or another setting, then don't leave them there. Don't leave them in a place where they're going to get trauma and things. Get them to the thing that will help them learn and grow and be successful. All we want is happy, healthy and successful successful kids yeah and we've all pretty much been brainwashed into school is the way to go you have to keep your kids in school i mean but she was she learned. was a teacher for 27 years it is still very hard for her to 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 talk like this and she still has that edge and i'll, I'll jump out and i'll bash the school system a whole <laughs> bunch just because i watched how it changed and and so 27 years ago at the end of a school year she would be crying because her kids were moving on and she was going to be missing them for the summer. And then the next year they were going to be. And in the last couple of years, it was like almost crying and stress, like, oh my gosh, I'm glad this, this year is over. And, and it shouldn't be that way. And it shouldn't be that way. And, and so they, they destroyed the educate. They, I don't sure who they are, but the education system has been totally gutted and destroyed and even great teachers don't don't have an have an opportunity to reach out anymore because of the way the system is saying you have to be on this book on this day this test on this day all the kids have to be here whether they're ready or not and if they get behind and they just push through then school becomes just useless i mean here where we are less than 50 percent of the people are graduating from high school and so you know the, that brainwashing that that it has to be in school get over that 
that that's so not true. You got every, do what's best for your kids. You couldn't possibly do worse, mm -hmm. and you can all you and it's so much easier to do better with just a little bit of guidance and assistance. Absolutely. Um, I'm the same way with mental health. So I'm like the mental health system is screwed. <laughs> no sugarcoating it. The education system, mental health system, they're all screwed. <laughs> they're they're going to hell in a handbasket. Um, and somebody's jolly, like just jumping behind them, skipping. So uh, anyway, <laughs> if you want to do more research or if you want to reach out to Christina and Herbert, you can do so through their links in the description of this episode. Go and check them out. Do some research. I know I'm going to because I am getting so fed up with the way that my kids are right now. <laughs> um, so go and check that out. Um, check out Phoenix Identity. If you want to learn how to teach your children the smarter method, go and check that out. We will be uh, launching some stuff on that in the next uh, coming months. Thank you so much for joining me today. I've really appreciated this. Episode. Thank you for letting Thank us talk to you. Thank you for having us. It's been a pleasure. About all of this. Absolutely. Yeah, and just letting us ramble and, and being a kindred spirit is like, yes. <laughs> it's always nice to find that. Um, for anybody watching, I do want to uh, end this video just saying, you don't have to agree. You don't have to disagree. Um, but do your research and figure it out for yourself. Find out what works for you, what works for your, for your family, and make make informed decisions. I think that's one of the biggest lessons that anybody can learn is make informed decisions that are right for you and your family without the biases of society or or people in your ear going, you have to do it this way because it doesn't work. Um, that just leads to resentment and unhappiness. So figure it out. All right. Well, lots of love, everybody. Uh, again, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciated your time and your conversation. And I will see all of you on the next episode. Go like, follow, and share the show. And go and follow Christina and her. Bye.